0: Well, g'day, Couch Critics. Welcome back to another episode. And as we love doing every uh, start of the A-League men's season, we're going to be previewing uh, the entire season. We're going to be having a look at all the 12 clubs where we think they're going to end up, um, some of their their key players, some of their key signings for Adelaide. It's their only key signing. Um, But before we get into all of that, we want to discuss the big news that happened this week, and that's obviously we're getting an extra round of football and football's coming home, or at least going back to its uh, traditional format with the grand final. Uh, Samuel, big news this week. Uh, what did you think of it when you heard about it? Yeah, when you just
1: said football's coming home, I thought you were talking about the Unite round, and I was like, mate, you're going to make a lot of people angry saying that football... football's
0: coming back to Sydney wearable <laughs> anyway. No, <laughs> no, No, it's, no um, I'm talking about the grand final.
1: Yeah, obviously, it's just a... It's common sense, but it is good, and, and I've seen some different views on it. Some people like... I'm just excited. I think it's it's the right decision and it's mm. a fantastic way to get the grand final back. You you've listened to the fans, that's fantastic. Some people like, yeah, but like, you know, we shouldn't be praising them for just doing what they should have done all along. But I, I think it's a positive move that we've gotten a lot of things that the fans have kind of been pushing for, like pause and rewind on Paramount Plus. You can mm. pause a game, you don't have to watch it. Right when it's happening, you can actually. What a time to be alive! Oh. Didn't you
0: share the the gift from, um... yeah, the office? The office it's when Pam goes into labor or something? Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: it's just you know that's good. The fans have been, you know, absolutely smashing Paramount for that for two years. Uh, but this grand final decision, yeah, but we don't need to re talk about what happened last year. Everyone knows, but uh, it's just a yeah. it's great outcome for the league. Uh, and so that's really exciting. I, I'm looking forward to Sydney FC winning the uh, championship, uh, and then, oh, the, sorry, the premiership, and then hosting the final of the championship in Sydney, and everyone coming to Sydney for the grand final. Anyway, so that'll be great.
0: Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll leave it there. <laughs> no, but no, the it... round as well, brother. What do you what do you make of that? Oh, it sucks because I'll be overseas <laughs> at that time. I won't be able to go to it, which is. Uh of a bummer but no that's fine I, I i've i've warmed to the idea of it obviously it's been uh, quite successful in the nRL and afl but obviously the a league doesn't have um the support that those two competitions have but i i do think um people want to get around it and um go to sydney for a weekend and watch six or more games in uh, the men and the women competitions um, yeah, yeah, like, I, I don't mind the idea. I think it's a good, it's, it's a nice compromise uh, from getting rid of that um, crap old uh, grand final decision. So yeah, I don't mind it. Um, a bit different to the NRL had all the games at the one venue. The AFL, it's probably similar to the AFL. They had one main venue and a few other venues they used as well. Um, I'll be wondering if anyone will be able to get to all the games in both the men and the women. There should be some kind of achievement um, for that, some kind of award if you can. But I think it's going to be very tricky. I don't think you'd be able to watch all the games. You might be able to get a half in or something like that.
1: No, I think you'll have to yeah, make your choice between kind of one game at each venue Um mm. you want to do that. But uh, I think it's cool uh, that, you know, you've got two games at every venue on every day, um, which is just fantastic. I think it's also quite uh, awesome to see um, – just yeah, the the men's and women's competitions at yeah. the same place like that's something the A League is uh, constantly being kind of the the forerunner in Australia for uh, promoting the yeah. women's game and making it somewhat equal to the men's. Yeah, so I think that's a fantastic initiative, and I'm a bit skeptical of Leichhardt being the third ground.
0: Yeah, it's a very hard ground to get to, unlike the other two, Well, Parramatta and Moore Park.
1: I think the positive is if you take the light rail from Allianz, you could take the light rail out okay. to Leichhardt and walk up. So potentially that works with the public transport. If you're coming from Parramatta to Leichhardt though, that's going to be a bit tricky. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's a really awesome idea. I'm I'm really excited for it. Uh, I'll be kind of on holidays and oh, three games of football in in two days. So no, my wife probably wouldn't like that, but. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. So, um, mm. and it, it just kind of makes sense as well. This should have always been what the deal was with Destination New South Wales because every, like every club, if you're a fan, no matter what club, you know you're going to see your team play. So mm. why would not you travel for a, like a normal away day, but mm. make it a mega? You know, oh, I could go and watch a game on Friday, watch my team on Saturday, watch another game on Sunday. You're going to stay in a hotel for those times. You're going to you know, take Ubers, you're going to eat out, you're going to, like, it's going to have so much more potential than a one-off grand final that they didn't really do well that only two teams would have been interested in. Like, this makes so much more sense. And so uh, I think it's great. And and we get an extra round out of it as well for the men's. It's going to be a 27-round uh, season, which is just, it's a little interesting because already the 26 rounds is a bit weird. Um. yeah. So next having- year, I
0: think next year when we go up to 14 teams it'll make a lot more sense where we play everyone home if that's the way they want to do it they want to play everyone home and away once and then an extra round for 27 um yeah. I like the idea to be spread around to other cities but I just Sydney obviously is an ideal location because it has enough rectangle venues I don't think I think Brisbane would be the next ideal place but it just doesn't have the infrastructure as Sydney does
1: yeah, Melbourne could potentially do it. You could have Docklands, you could have Amy Park, and you could have oh, um the Olympic yeah. uh uh you know, where Melbourne uh well South Melbourne. That's where they that's what they called where they play. Yeah. I remember the
0: last time they tried to play A-League games there and that didn't go down well, but um that's right. like that's a crap ground for football. and So is um Docklands as well, so but yeah, the, the, that could potentially happen, but um, in terms of rectangle infrastructure, I think Sydney's got this, like, if they want to keep doing it forever, I think Sydney will be the ideal place for it. Yeah. Anyway, should be, we, we will move on to, um, the, the, the kind of the, the, preview part of this video slash pod. Um, also a nice reminder that if you haven't liked the video yet, uh, please do so, um, and subscribe and, um, leave a comment, uh, below uh, if you're on YouTube, um, I guess the best way to do it uh, is alphabetically and I think we might as well start with Adelaide United and uh, there's no need to talk about a key signing because they've only had one signing in that Englishman, Ryan um, Tuncliffe. So I guess, what are your thoughts on Adelaide heading into the season? They've lost quite a few key players. Greg Goodwin, the obvious one.
1: They have lost key players. Obviously, only bringing in Ryan Tuncliffe is
0: an interesting
1: decision from them. Mm. I think... Uh, they'll they'll probably rely a lot more on their some of their youth players. Mm. Um, so players like Johnny Yule, um, I think we'll see, get a whole lot more game time in that midfield. Um, Louis Dorigo, I think, mm. should get some more opportunities, which is really exciting. Um, up front, they've still got Ibasuki, who's been good for them, and he's had his injury concerns, but George Blackwood has been a, a fairly okay understudy to him. Uh, so I don't think they're in massive danger but when you lose somebody the size of uh craig goodwin uh, i think that's gonna hurt and and plays like is is uh isn't getting younger um mm. javi lopez i has he retired I, i'm not exactly sure if not he's also getting quite old um so i think it i think it is going to be a difficult kind of season mm. to see iran kunda uh obviously the news is Bayern Munich are waiting for him to turn 18 before they they jump on him. Uh, so will that happen kind of mid-season? Will we see him leave? Will he get more game time and actually start some more games this season? I mm. think that would be good. But um, he, he's their kind of star now. Yeah. And that's a lot of weight to put on a 17-year-old's shoulders.
0: Mm. heavy Lopez is still there. Wow. You were saying he retired, but one day's left. Luis de Rigo, Craig Goodwin, George Blackwood. says so a few... Oh, Luke
1: and, and George Blackwood have both left. Okay. They're, maybe they, they are actually in some danger then.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's not looking uh, particularly good compared to last year when they're only a game away from the grand final. Where do you reckon they're going to finish this year? Uh,
1: well, we'll give our full predictions Okay, the end well, of we you want to do year, that right? then? Okay. But I, I think we'll, I'm going to say they, they're going to be in the struggling, the, the bottom, bottom end of the mid-table to the strugglers.
0: So somewhere in the middle?
1: Oh, lower,
0: yeah, lower, lower. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right.
1: How about for you, Belly? Yeah, probably.
0: I, I think they might be in that similar kind of position, unless we see some big players stepping up. I expect Ericunder to step up, but um, yeah, I guess uh, time will tell. Bit of an interesting one. I think we're going to a different kind of uh, club here. we talk about LA losing a lot of players, looking a bit downwards on after some really good years. Brisbane. Mm. I've seen a lot of people talking about how they reckon they're going to have a really good year. Um, they had a great run in the Australia Cup final. To the Australia Cup final, they did play a lot of NPL clubs um, along the way. But I think there's a, a positive vibe around Brisbane for the first time in a long time. And um, I think their CEO, Maz um, Kaz Patata, yeah, I think he's got a, a big uh, part in that. So yeah. um, seems like he's doing a really good job. And um, I think Florent Berengar's their their best pickup they've got uh, from um, from City. Alex Parsons is back. Um, I think those are probably the big ones. Shea Cahill, Timmy yeah. Cahill's son. I don't know mm. uh, if he'll be any good. But are you are you buying into the hype that Brisbane Raw could uh, be in for a big season? I don't think anyone's tipping them to win it, but I think they're tipping them to maybe push top four, a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I, I think the the hype is somewhat justified. I think things were looking really dire for a while for the club, but um, Ross Aloisi... Uh, I think you know what you're going to get from him. Uh, yeah. Like he's trying to play proper football and bringing in a player like uh, Berenguer is is a fantastic option. But they've always had a, a pretty solid defensive line, and so you know they're going to be tough to break down. Uh, and then play with some creativity, but as well, like Ross Aloisi, he's not going to take any crap. He's going to have them mm. fit and mm. and ready to run through brick walls. And so I, I think we yeah. are going to see a. a completely different Brisbane Raw side to, to who we've seen over the last couple of seasons. And mm-hmm. some of those players who have just kind of gotten older and better, I, I think Kai Truen for them is potentially going to have one of those seasons where he, he's kind of flown under the radar but been getting mm-hmm. better and better because he, he's been thrown in since he was quite young. and And I think this season he could really show some people just how good he is. Um, and then, of course, Thomas Waddingham, I think, is the the young yeah. to watch for them. 18 years old. And he's on a scholarship contract. On a scholarship, but he's been leading the line. And yeah. from all indications, it looks like he'll continue to do that into the A-League season because they don't really have another striker who of great quality. Mm. So uh, I think, you know, we could see uh, – I think he's a bit of a surprise package for people, and he proved it against Sydney FC. he can score on big occasions – He's in the right areas. People seem to rate him. So I, th- I think this uh, could be an uncovering of, of a bit of a superstar uh, in Brisbane.
0: Mm. I think uh, I was really impressed with their first half in the Australia Cup final. I think if they play like that, yeah, I think they'll go uh, really deep into this competition. They play like they did in the second half. They'll be battling for the wooden spoon. That was a, I don't know, it was a completely different team coming out in that, um, that second half from Brisbane, and they kind of just – just gave so much space, um, so much space. I mean, so many times I saw Ryan Grant in space. I'm like, how is this happening? Like, but yeah, like if if they play if they play like they do on a regular basis, like they did in that first half, I think they're in for a really good season. I've got him uh, in the mix of top, making the six.
1: Yeah, yeah, same here. I think they're they're going to be up there
0: this season. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, Mariners next, and um, boy, they've lost a, lost a few players. After winning that grand final, Sam Silvera, Benny Hancolo, Muresh, James McGarry, Jason Cummings. There's a heap of others as well, but um, those are probably some of the more noticeable ones. They've picked up okay that Angel Torres. I saw a bit of him in the Asian, uh, the AFC Cup. Alec Walls back, but I think they've lost way more than they've picked up, and um, I think the only way is down for them. They did win the grand final last year, so if they don't win it, obviously it's down for them. But you think they're in for a rough season or will they still scrap into the six? Uh, I think they have some really exciting players.
1: I don't think that's their issue. I think my worry is the coach. Um, I I think it's such a downgrade from Nick Montgomery to go with this James fella. uh, Obviously the club thought they're making the right decision, Mm. but... I don't think he's going to be playing the same kind of football. I don't think he's got the relational credit to have these players playing mm. for him Montgomery did. Um, I think that's going to be their their biggest problem this season. It's not that they haven't got the talent. Uh, they've got some really great players. Keeping um, some of their Brazilians around has been really good. Uh, some of the players they've added look quality. They've got great young players. We love Josh Nisbet, you know, little pocket rocket. Uh, I think it's going to be the systems and the kind of the leadership from the top uh, that's probably going to hurt them this season.
0: Yeah. I guess time will tell we haven't really seen them under this new coach because they were knocked out of the Australia cup, I think in the first round. So um, I guess Friday night uh, in the season, I can say later it'll be go- a good indication of uh, how this uh, new manager is going to stack up for the club. Where have you got them? Uh, Vague, vaguely, where have you got them? Yeah, I
1: haven't got them making the top six. Okay season i think they're going to fall out uh, i think it's just too much turmoil and um, and and lost a lot yeah so no yeah. no six for me What well, what
0: about you brad i think they'll make the six okay yeah that's all i've got to say there's not much to say about this next club uh macarthur well maybe there's a little bit um the germane the frenchman guy i think he's been a really um good pickup daniel nizic he's not a bad goalkeeper he comes from sydney united Daniel de Silva, Matt Yermand, like I don't know, like do we care about Macarthur? Wouldn't us last year? Do we, yeah. do we? think they're gonna be challenging at all for a final I, I, spot? I think we do care um, about oh, them. Okay. I I think they've still
1: got a fairly decent side. Like I think, um, obviously they've they've got a full season, uh full off season under Mile Studyovsky yeah. now, which uh can be good. I think they've still got some talented players. Um do I think they're gonna set the world alight? No, I think they're still uh, not quite
0: hmm.
1: there's still positions where they, they need to strengthen. Um they're not as bad as some other clubs here though. And I think having some stability will be good for them. So last season was pretty rough. I think just Mille Stojovski's got his head on his shoulders. Uh, he's got his head screwed on properly. Uh, and I think that makes a lot of difference. Whether or not they're, they're chairman or, or whoever's running kind of the back end of the club, that's another story. If they can just actually stay out of stay out of it and let mm-hmm. the, the football side of things do the football side mm-hmm. of things, I think they'll be okay. I don't think they'll make the sixth day. And I, I don't know of any young players who are, I'm really, you know, New upcoming players from them that are going to say, Rose, him.
0: what about Lockie Rose? I don't think he's can... in MPL 3, didn't you?
1: <laughs> I don't think we can call him young anymore. Like, <laughs> you know, well, maybe there's, you know, uh, Rafael Borges Rodriguez who's moved from uh, Melbourne City looking for some game time. Like, that, that's a pretty good pickup for them. If he gets utilized and, and can show us what he's got, that could be good. But mm. yeah, yeah, Lockie Rose is no longer a young player
0: he's 24 but like he he, remember he played mpl3 with um the spirit like don't forget about that anyway yeah um where you got him i've got him uh they'll be down the bottom of the ladder not on the bottom but uh, they'll be around that area
1: Uh, i've got them in the middle of the table but outside the six
0: okay cool well uh i just closed the tab that i had melbourne city open but um yeah, Melbourne City, I think, for me, will be – I know they've lost quite a loss. I think Valen Barisha will probably be one of their biggest losses. Yep. Um, but, like, just going through the list, they've lost so many good players. Tom Glover, Aidan O'Neill, Thomas Lam, Richard Vandervey, Mark Otilio, Florian Berengar. Like, that's a – a, a Jordan Boss as well. Scott Jamison's retired. That's a, a big loss of players. But you look at who they are brought in, like, Tolga Arslan. Um, from what we've seen – well, what I've seen in the Australia Cup, he looks like a, a quality pickup um, from Italy – Jamie Young will be a very reliable, I know he's like 50, but he'll be a very reliable uh, goalkeeper. Um, and then, I don't know. I, I think Melbourne City is a, a club that's uh, fairly decent getting the best out of some average players. And I think they'll probably get the best out of Yugarkovic and Terry Antonis if they play. Um, some of these other European signings, I don't know too much about. Samuel Sopran, Marin, Jackalus. Well, Arzi Baj has signed as well. So, I think uh, I th- I still think even with who they brought in, I still think they're gonna have a pretty good season.
1: Yeah, look they have also brought in a Brazilian who looks like he's quite um handy. Oh, from Leo yeah, um mm. he looks really good. Uh they've loaned Hasmasaki uh from Auxerre, and Jackalus looks pretty decent and he doesn't even count as a foreign player for them because he has Australian citizenship.
0: Oh, okay. But-
1: uh, so, that's a really handy pickup. He, he's apparently said he wants to try and make it into the Socceroos. So, uh, I think that's pretty pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I, I think they've made good signings. Mm. Again, Like they've probably got the best squad overall in the league when you look at it. Mm. Really good. But, uh, <laughs> again, uh, similar to MacArthur, I don't think the players are the issue. Uh, I think Rado Ball is is such a step down from what they had with snorbo And you saw that towards the end of the season, they mm. definitely fell off. Uh, you've seen it in pre-season, they, they don't look quite as good. Um, They've they got a win in China in the, Asia, in the Asian Champions League. That's, that's good. And we want mm. them to do well there because it, it bodes well for the rest of Australian clubs in the future. I don't think Rado makes it through the season in charge of this club though. And... I think Kisnovo probably comes back.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. He'll get sacked yeah. soon from his French club, and he can take the job back.
1: That that could be their saving grace. It's for me. It's how long does it take for them to make that change of coach? Because I think the longer Rado stays there, the less their chance of winning the the Premiership. Uh, you know, looks. And so, mm. if they can make that early, I think there's still a good chance. If not they might struggle.
0: Cool. Well, I'm sorry there's a bit of a lag there. My internet mustn't be going too well. So I think uh, Samuel's voice was a bit behind his lips. But uh, talk about where do you think they're going to finish? I think they'll be up the, the top end of the ladder.
1: Yeah, like I said, I think they're definitely challenges if they make the right decisions. If Rado stays past kind of, uh, let's say, January, I think they're, they're still in the sixth but only just.
0: Yeah right. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, move on to the other Melbourne club, uh, Melbourne Victory. Um, I don't think they're going to have. Like, well, I don't think they can have a, a a more worse season than they did last year. I just think everything fell apart for them. The um, the bucket scene at the stadium and the derby, and then just underperforming. I think uh, on paper they're a lot better. They should be competing for the six, but I don't know. Have they had enough of Tony Popovich? Have they had enough of the way? Um, he coaches his players. He works them quite hard. Um don't yeah. know. Samuel, what do you think of this team?
1: Yeah, look, I, I think they're. It, it can't be as bad as last season. I think they've made some okay signings as well. So mm. uh, players like uh, Zinedine Machak uh, looks pretty good. Adama Traore coming back um, is, you know, that's nice. Azani, who knows? Like, he could be good. He could be crap. He could be injured. He could be wearing a hat like... <laughs> Um, it, it's really a bit tricky to tell. I think the best signing for them is uh, Ryan Teague from Portugal, um, mm. obviously an ex-Sydney FC youngster. Um, I think that's that's the big pickup for them. So, uh, yeah, I, is it going to be as bad as last year? I don't think so. I think they're going to return um, kind of back towards the top end of the table, but it still doesn't seem all right there. I, I think mm. quite. They don't present as the big club that they were a couple of years ago, and so, um, for me, Popper's got a big job. He he doesn't often stay at clubs longer than two seasons. So the fact that he's back for season three, we could see back to what his first season was. I that will be the case. He, he'll have them running hard, hmm. um, or it could just all fall apart. You know, it it yeah. really feels like they're a club on a knife edge.
0: Yep. Speaking of a knife edge, uh, Newcastle Jets. Do we see them finishing anywhere above tenth? Um, no. Above eleventh.
1: Really? Like, if everything goes their way this season, they could come eleventh. Like, not, uh, They've made one okay signing. Uh, this Bertomier, uh, French guy. Really, I don't know much about him, but anytime you see a Frenchman coming from, you know, a French league, you go, oh, "Look, he must be okay." But mm. the rest of their signings, a lot of them are from MPL level. Um, yeah, a lot of them are, are not, you know, the top players from other clubs. So I think I think they're going to struggle, and and mostly it's because everything off field is just, you know, trundling along, being run by. Other clubs in the league,
0: hmm.
1: just no one, no one really cares about the Jets. Like, yes. our, yeah, like so. I mean, their fans obviously care about them, but but no one is caring for that club uh, yeah. from from the top level. Um, and you're just never going to run a successful football team when no one cares. So, yeah. I think it's gonna be really tough for them this season again. Uh, and we, we, yeah, I really do hope they they find someone, Perth. Perth only took a couple of months to get someone decent who's not selling crypto to buy them and to, you know, to take over the club. Um, it's a, it really is strange that the Jets can't
0: find anyone. Yeah. Yeah. No, hopefully they can find an owner soon. And obviously, yeah, like it can be a whole video on its own, just what's going on with Newcastle. So I think we wish them all the best in terms of the off field stuff. Um, because we can't afford to lose another A-League team. I don't think it'll come. Well, you never know. Like, it's been a number of years now that I don't know. So they, they really need to get their stuff sorted. Um, um, Yeah. Anyway, speaking of ownership issues, luckily it's uh, restored for this club, Perth Glory. I was in a lot of people going online and saying they're going to have a good year and people ask why, and they said just Alan Stajic. I was like, I oh, know he's a good coach, but that's not a good enough reason to uh, be tipping Perth to have a really good season. Do you think they'll have a good year?
1: I no I don't really think so. I I think you know uh, Ollie Sale is a really good signing from them. And that now it's kind of halfway through last season almost it feels like it. It, was, mm. it was ages ago. A good goalkeeper is good but I mean you got Bozanic is at another club again. Um Bruce is playing for his like 15th A-League club I think it feels like. Uh Schusner again is an okay signing for them, but he never really did anything amazing for MacArthur when he was there. Like I, I just kind of Yeah, again it it's not the best. I'm excited actually to see Stephen um Kolikowski come out of his um cage that Ruben Zaitkievich had him in and, and maybe he might actually
0: mm. set
1: you know touch grass this season. That would be really good for them. But Yeah, Mm. look, Stadges, he's a great coach and he did fantastic things with the Philippines women's team at the World Cup, credit to him. Mm. Uh, He should never have been kind of, was he, well, he was at the Mariners and did he, was he at MacArthur? No.
0: No, that was Ante Milicic, who Uh, I think coached after him at right, Matildas.
1: Yeah, um, so, but yeah, look, he's a good coach. Again, I just I don't. This is the opposite to some of the other clubs. I, I don't think they have the players to to really challenge this season.
0: No, but I, I'm expecting a a more improved season uh, from them. Yeah,
1: I'm looking forward to Coley. You know, kid with the blonde hair, smacking shots from thirty yards out. He, he looks talented, and and I think he's he he can create special moments for them. I just think it's it's not quite enough. It's good that they're back at their kind of home ground, NIB, uh, yep. in Perth um, this season. Uh, Macedonia Park was fun, but, yeah, they can draw big crowds in 4,000, so it's good to yeah, see they them they back. should
0: be. Yep. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, move on to Sydney FC. Mm. Uh, you want to talk about some of their signing- signings?
1: Look, I think they've made good signings that have actually strengthened. Obviously, the mm-hmm. back area was uh, a place were pretty worried about, and last season wasn't good enough. Hmm. Wilco retiring, James Donaghy's left. Um, that left a bit of a hole. It looks like Rodwell is not fit for the first game of the season. Callum, me surprised. Um,
0: oh, just when he started having a good run.
1: But I, I think um the the new Brazilian, Luchida. Um, he he looks like he's quite good. We've seen him for two games, so it's hard Which to
0: tell. Fabio Gomez.
1: No, no, this is La Churda, uh, okay. centre-back. Um, Gomez is up front, and mm. you know, we saw him score with his first touch and then score a second in that cup final. I think he's a really good signing. Uh, it looked for a while like Paddy Wood was going to be leading the line, but Gomez looks better. Um, a lot
0: better. A lot better. We've um, only seen 45 I, minutes of him, though. but
1: Yeah, I, I like Paddy Wood, and, and he was scoring in the Australia Cup mm. rounds, but... I think that Gomez will probably get the nod ahead of him for the start of the season if he's fit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as well, like you know, Joe Lolly will be like a new signing. He's had a season under his belt and he he looked good last season, but I think he's going to take it to a whole another level this season. Robbie Mack has just been consistently good, uh, and I think he'll continue to be. Um, Nathan Amanitidis is a great young signing uh, for for Sydney and. And just promoting a couple of those younger players, uh, yeah, I think Jake Goodwood, Reich, uh, Corey Holman, like th- these players, I think they're going to do pretty good, and and so I think they're they're up there with one of the strongest squads this season.
0: Yeah, no, I probably agree. Um, from what I've seen, oh, I've only seen a little bit of him in the Australia Cup, but they look really strong there. Fabio Gomez, I think, uh, could be a real talent. I reckon. I get uh, Luis Suarez vibes. I get the vibe that he could score. 25 goals a season but just do something completely stupid and um bite someone or punch someone don't know if that's the uh the South American in him but uh I think uh he'll be really exciting for you guys and yeah Joel King yeah like, yeah I I think they're going to have a a really a really good season yeah it kills me to say that but uh, let's uh not d- dwell on that too much and we'll uh travel across the ditch to uh Wellington in their last season as the only professional New Zealand team in the competition. Mm. Looking here, it's uh, it's not a big squad. Like, I'm only seeing about 19, 18 players. They've yeah. only brought in Muhammad Alte and Jack Duncan from Newcastle, and they've lost quite a few. It's uh, I thought I was harsh when I was putting my prediction for Wellington, as I always do a very harsh prediction for them every year. But having a look at that squad, that is a thin squad.
1: Yeah, look, I think they're trying to rely on Kiwi kind of players uh, and players from within the club. They're really trying to work hard to um, progress players up from Mm. the youth team into the first team. But, you know, losing Clayton Lewis, Ollie Sale, uh, Callan Elliott, big loss, Josh Laws played a bit. Jan Sass was was quite good for them last season, Mm. so a bit sad to see him leaving as well. Um, The chief, the coach for this this season um
0: Giancarlo Italiano yeah
1: yeah the chief I, I reckon is is the best way to go about him yeah he, it's probably like I think he'll have the respect of the players I think he mm. looks like a great guy I just don't think it's yeah look we, we do say this about Wellington quite often we, we do underrate them um they, they do still have Bozhdir Krayev, and um Zavada up front mm. Uh, and those are really good players to retain who who were fantastic last year. Uh, yeah, I just don't think they've really done enough to replace some of those big losses. Jack Duncan in for Ollie Sale doesn't quite feel the same. Um, losing Yugakovic is is huge in their midfield.
0: Yeah, where do you reckon?
1: Yeah, look, I've got them down the bottom. I think they're struggling this season.
0: Yeah, I'm, can't disagree with you there. Oop. Um, well let's uh let's move on to the Western Sydney Wanderers. And I think a bit like uh Brisbane Royal. I've seen a lot of tips online and they reckon they're gonna finish quite high like first or second. And I don't know if it's just me because I've just endured so many years of crap, I can't really come to the concept of considering them a good team. <laughs> I don't know. What what do you think on that? Yeah, look, I it's the same. I, I never
1: consider them a good team either. Um you know, that's just history, but.
0: <laughs> Come on, impartial. Let's give us an impartial view this time.
1: Look, I, I think they've made some really good signings Um, that's for sure. Dylan Perez is fantastic. Lockie Brook coming in, I think is a, is a great mm. move for them. Uh, and if Brandon Borrello can continue his form, which I'm pretty sure he can, he, he was one of the best, like he, he was top three players of last season uh, in the A-League. So, I think those are really good moves for them. Um, obviously, Hendricks coming in is quite big for them. Uh, that's a great overseas signing, a great use of uh, uh, an overseas player spot. And, and Antonson as well looks like he could be an OK striker. There was a couple of clubs in for him, so he must have something about him. So I think they're good signings. Um, I, yeah, I don't know what it is about – Well. I, I think it's funny that even Wanderers fans aren't particularly, you know, hyped. Yeah, you, you had a great season last season. Like things were going really well and it kind of fell off towards the end. And I wonder if that leaving things like that just kind of for play for people went, oh, that's that's our level. Um like your your losses haven't been the biggest. Schneiderling was a bit sad to lose, but you only really had him on loan. You know, Yangi only scored in Sydney derbies. Uh, newenhoffs the biggest loss, I think, yeah. For, yeah. for the Wanderers. And so, uh, I think the players they've brought in improved them. Um, I, I think maybe just other clubs are improving too. So it it is kind of hard to to say. I don't think they're challenging for the very top, but they're definitely in the six.
0: Yeah, we've also lost Thomaslav Mertelar, who was uh, pretty rock solid in the back alongside Marcelo, and that was a. That was actually a big shock uh, loss for us. I think we always knew Callum Neuenhoff was going to go. Quite surprised any Yengi's off playing League One, although I think the A-League's a better level than League One, but still uh, good on him. Um, but, yeah, Morgan Sharnlin, he wanted more money, and we didn't want to give him more money, and so he left. That's fine. Um, but, yeah, like I-, I think it's a good squad. Um, like all those plays you mentioned there, Piraeus, Brock and um Hendricks. And there's some other ones like a uh, and I don't know what to make of brillante. He might have a good season. He might have a bad one, um, but I, I think it's a fairly solid squad and I think we can um, make the top four again. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think um, I'm too negative to, to consider anything higher than a top four. I mean, Last year was a massive improvement after so many years of failure. But at the end of it, you know, if you tell me at the start of the year we're going to make top four, I'll be like, yeah, that's great. And then the way it kind of finished, it was quite poor. Um, and I think there'll be, for the players still there, I think there'll be a burning desire to not go out like that again. I think that'll help drive them forward. Um, but I guess all we'll, we'll, uh, we'll find out in due course um,
1: yeah, I think the young player to watch as well is um, Oscar Priestman, who, you yeah. know, like the rest of the league, is um, from Sydney FC. Uh, it, well, if you don't want him, we'll take him. A really good player in the Sydney youth team, um, really good midfielder, can pass. So he's almost New Neuenhoff 2.0 for you guys. And, and if he gets game time, I'm pretty sure he'll be a, a bit of a standout and people take notice. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, let's move on to our final club uh, in the A-League men competition. It's Western United. I think they're going to have a, a really good season. I think they've picked up some good players. Obviously, Daniel Pena, who could turn out to be one of the best players uh, in the competition. I was playing my career mate on FIFA for the Wanderers. I bought him from Western United. I probably spent a couple of mil. I don't care because, you know, he's worth it. I think he's going to have a really good season. Riku Danzaki's joined. Nikita Rukovica's joined from his Israeli club. James Donachie, Tom Howard Bell, Angus Sarge. Some some quality uh, plays in there, combined with, uh, I mean, who, well, who we got there really and the rest of the squad. know, um, actually, no, it's okay. It's an okay squad. I I, I think they're gonna have a, a good year. But uh, what what are your thoughts on it, Samuel?
1: Yeah, look, I think they've obviously the ins are really good. Their outs. I guess uh, some big ones, uh, you know. The, oh
0: yeah.
1: Diamante retiring is is pretty big, and then not only just that, but no, he barely played last year though. But going to a different club, it, oh, I thought he was going oh, to yeah. as a coach for Western. But I would he, have kept him. Yeah, that's huge. Um, losing players, uh, Jamie Young is a, is a big loss for them as well. Mm. Um, Hertz, uh Prievic, great striker. Maybe last year wasn't Leo Lacroix who you know, was chalk and cheese his first season to his second. And mm. I think he kind of redeemed himself towards the end, but he's still a big loss for them. Um, so I think they're, and, and top off Stanley as well, you know, uh, a lot of experience is really what they've lost. James Troisi, whether or not you you know you think he's a great player, he's got experience yeah. um, in the A-League and those kind of heads in a change room, losing them means there's a bit of changeover. I don't necessarily think it's all bad though for Weston Um, losing some of that experience means young players get to be a bit more creative. They kind of other people step up. Um, John Aloisi, I I think he's a good coach and and last season would have been tough. And I think he, he wants them back up the top. So Mm. I think they're going to be an okay side. I think particularly Pena, I think just anytime you've got a player like that, who can create absolute magic, we saw what he did for the jets. They, they mm. actually were looking like they were heading somewhere with Pena. So him playing for Western United with some more talented players around him, uh, you know, with someone like Rukovica up front to to lay the ball into. Um, yeah, I think they're actually quite a danger this season.
0: Yeah, and hopefully later in the season they'll be playing at the home ground as well, or their training ground. So that'll. Oh, they're playing you know. there from the start, aren't they? Or uh, is- No, so it's been approved by the council, but their first three home games are being played in Ballarat. And then uh, hopefully after that, uh, because the council has approved those games to be played there, hopefully um, they'll be able to play there. And if you haven't seen some of the photos, check them out online. Some, the field looks pretty good. And if you go listen to Stefan Mock and uh, Ben Garuccio's uh, podcast, Ben obviously plays for Western and he's uh, seen the photos and he reckon it's looking fantastic. So hopefully yeah, that- around about Christmas time, we might be seeing them play a game there or maybe in the new year, but uh, it will be happening this season. So that's really exciting.
1: And it's going to be a little bit like Macedonia Park last year. Obviously, their grandstand, um, a little bit uh, bigger. I think it holds just over a 1,000 people. And then they'll have um, temporary seating yeah, that's what around the, the sides for about 4,000 people I think they're allowed to have there. So, look, if Western can get close to 4,000 to every home game they play there mm-hmm. um, for the men's, that's, that's a awesome achievement. And I think um, we'll create a bit of an atmosphere for their games. Uh it's got to be so much better playing there than playing at um Amy Park yeah. for them. So I, I think it's good.
0: Yeah, no, it's gonna be a really good season for them. I think they're gonna make the top four uh round about there. I don't know what do you think?
1: Yeah, look, I have got them in the top four as well. I think uh I think they'll be up there. Um yep. yeah I, I like the look of them this season. Uh should we should we go through and, and list actually yeah, yeah let's go from 12th. We've kind of indication, but let's go from 12th. Who have you got? Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle. Yep. Yeah, same here. 11th for you? Wellington.
0: I've gone for Perth Glory in the oh. 11th. Ooh. Okay, what about 10th? That's where I put Wellington. Okay, I'll put MacArthur.
1: Okay. Uh, ninth. Perth. I've gone Adelaide United, ninth. Oh, I'll put them 8th. Okay, I'll put the Mariners, 8th. I think it's okay. a big them this season. You seven. got
0: seventh. I've got Macarthur.
1: I, I think they'll they'll
0: pull something out of the bag. Okay, I've put my, uh, Melbourne victory.
1: Oh wow! Not making the six. That's huge. Uh, sixth, I've got the victory making the six.
0: Okay, I've got Brisbane.
1: Okay, uh, fifth, I've got Western Sydney Wanderers.
0: I've got uh, the Marinators. Uh, fourth, I got Brisbane. I've got Western United. Okay, third, I've got Western United. I've got Western Sydney. Wow, and second, Melbourne City. You know, I
1: I initially had Sydney FC, but the more I've talked about it, I think they'll be stupid and keep Rado. I think City will be second as well, and so I'm going to put. Surprise! You
0: put them that that high. You had you did a bit of a job on Rado.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think their squad's still so good, but yeah, number one, I've got Sydney
0: Sydney FC. And I've uh, I've got that team too in first.
1: Yeah, I. Look, I, I think they have got such a good squad. So, um, look, I, I'm hoping there's a good season. You know, I've got my uh, Cove membership and and looking mm. forward to to singing on the boys this season. Um, it, it's it it really is like we uh, we'll probably release this and in, in a couple of days we've got a pretty special pod with a former Alex player and we we're chatting with him and um, he just talked about how this is one of the hardest seasons to call. Like, yeah, I, yeah
0: maybe bottom two
1: or three. Uh, Each club has made some good signings. Each club seems to have something about competitive league. And that's what we love about it. Like every game, you don't know who's going to win really. Like it is a hard league to predict And I think that's what makes it great.
0: You just froze there for a sec. Are you able to just recap what you just said in the past 15, 20 seconds?
1: Absolutely. I I think that this league is so close and it's really hard to tell on any given match day, who's going to win. So Mm. I think, you know, it it really is such a close league, so competitive, and yeah. and that's what makes it great.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. No, it's going to be a really exciting season. You've got your COVID membership, I've got my um, Wanderers membership uh, as well. Unfortunately, um, I won't be able to get to the the home game against um, uh, Wellington on Sunday, but to get my fix, I will be going to watch the Bulls against oh. Brisbane three thirty in thirty degree heat. But I'm taking my mate from Bathurst who were trying to really get him into the A-League and he's going for MacArthur. So, you know, the Lord help him. But, you know, you know, it's all about uh, getting people involved in the A-League. So I'll be out there if uh, any of the three fans there want to come say hello, come down and say hello. But um, I think that's it uh, for our preview chat, unless there's anything else you, you want to add.
1: No, I think uh, if you've enjoyed listening to us chat for this long about the A-League season, you'll probably enjoy going back and watching our video on the preseason, and just recapping mm. most of the Australia Cup before the grand final and and just uh yeah, what we thought about the off season and uh the womens World Cup as well, so if you enjoy this chat, um make sure to do that and you know if you like watching us on YouTube, leave us a like but uh if you are listening to this on your Spotify or Google podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts uh, make sure to leave us a review as well on there. Give us five stars and help us um yeah. Be found by more people who like listening to A content.
0: Yep. Cool. All right, we'll see you in the next video. So yeah. And it'll be a special one. Ooh, yeah.